Hey you guys, welcome to Mondays in Abroad podcast. Today is the host Carolina and I'm here with Lovro. Lovro, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi everyone, uh, my name is Lovro, as you said. Uh, I'm from Croatia. Yeah, uh, so before we start, I just wanted to say that I really enjoy your pod- podcast. I really uh, like what you're doing and I think it's interesting to be able to hear different people my age or older or younger than me and listen about their experiences abroad. I think it's it's a good thing. So thank you for having me. So as Hi. you said, my name is Lovro. I'm from uh, Croatia and uh, I'm a student currently. I study in Austria. I study marketing and basically that will be it for me. And if you have, so I will be... Uh, hmm. I will have hundreds of questions. So let's go yeah, back okay. to your like the early stages. How, for example, did you learn English? How was the schooling in Croatia? Well, I mean, English for me always kind of came naturally. I think it was because I spent a lot of time as a kid watching Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, watching YouTube and stuff like that. So I feel like um, I never really had to learn English. It was just kind of implemented into my brain by you know watching tv shows and stuff like that and uh, yes, that's also where in... oh, sorry to interrupt your english is very natural like yeah, it I doesn't think... sound like it's your second language or i think it's because of all of the american tv shows i've seen that's also kind of people always tell me that i sound kind of american you know with the accent so mm-hmm. i guess it would be from probably Hannah montana and stuff like that oh well it pays off very well yeah because a lot of people, especially living in non-English country, it's a struggle to learn the language. I struggled big time to speak in this language. It didn't come naturally to me at all. Yeah, I don't know. I was just lucky, I guess. And then in high school, actually for me, the first problem I ever had with English was when I came to uni. Because in uh, high school, elementary school, I never actually had to study English because it was all very simple to me even the grammar I never had to study it I just kind of go off went off with what sounded good uh and when I when I came to uni it was a bit difficult and all the exercises and essay writing and everything it wasn't as easy as I was used to so uh I think in the first semester I was so confident in my English because obviously I can speak English, but in my first semester, I think I had like a three or four in the end in English, which was kind of scary, I must admit. Yeah, in Austria, the system is that one is the highest and five is the lowest. It's so weird for me because I come from a country where one is the lowest and 10 is the highest. Yeah, 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 same for me. Yes, so that makes sense. Well, but it's because probably they use more business terms or I yes, don't know more. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem because in Hannah Montana, you probably don't have something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad it improved because I, I really, you feel, you sound like a native speaker, but uh, you, you at home, you speak Croatian, right? Yeah, at home, I speak Croatian. And My the parents... whole school. And yeah. And the whole school, the whole time in Croatia was also in Croatia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I never really... Actually, I think the first time I ever got the chance to, you know, go somewhere and communicate uh, with people in English in real life was in... When was it? I think it was second grade of high school or third when I went to 
it was like an exchange program, but it was like a youth project with Erasmus and it was in Sweden. And I met also people from all around the world. So that was my first time actually, you know, getting the chance to use English in like a real life setting. And it was interesting. But before the before that, never just school. I see. Do you want to talk about a little bit about this uh, experience in Sweden? Oh, um, frankly, my memory is like really bad. So I, I probably <laughs> only remember like a few things but it was it was a project it was uh i think it was be aware start to care that was the name of the project and it was uh something about um you know being accepting towards people um breaking down the stereotypes and uh racism and stuff like that mm -hmm. and i remember there was people from romania from turkey from uh, Sweden, of course, uh, from Africa. I don't know. It was it was very interesting, and we were we were in like a youth camp, and I remember it was very strict. I was I think sixteen at the time, and the uh, the project leader he basically rented the whole youth camp for us, and he was like, "You have to be careful here. This is like a Christian youth camp. You have to be." Uh, serious you can't uh, do stupid things and I remember one of one of the nights I was like I'm really bored you know we should just get drunk you know they will never find out and so I decided it was actually my decision what a bad influence I am I was like yes guys <laughs> imagine a 16 year old me I was like yes let's let's buy beers and get drunk. I would have joined you there <laughs> of course of course we're young we want to have fun and the next day we were all like called in by the project leader and he's like you know guys I'm very disappointed and I was like how did he find out like how we were so cautious blah 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 and then he told us um well you know you just ditched all the beer cans and everything in the trash can and I found them I was like, oh, my God, of course, how could we have been so stupid? And I was like, oh, my God, are, are they going to make us go home now? What's going to happen? And then since the since the project leader, he was also like he was maybe two years older than me, like also our age. And he's like, the next time you decide to make something like this or do something like this, uh, please let me know and invite me. And that's uh, when we really felt a lot better. But yeah, that's oh, that's that's, that's, that's all I can remember. Just you know, being naughty. Yeah, but cool. Such a like at such a young age to go already abroad. But it was like for only a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it was yes. two weeks. Yeah, I think it was. Oh no, that was my second time flying. But also very excited to you know get on the plane, and yeah, that was of cool. Course. And how did you decide to move to Austria? How did that decision come up? Oh, that was an interesting decision because I'm very lazy as a person. And my parents always told me, like, you should probably you should definitely consider going studying abroad. And since I'm lazy, I always said like, okay, okay, but I didn't give it too much thought because I always thought it was complicated process with a lot of documentation a lot of stuff needed to be done and I always thought it's something that's unreachable but then one day there was uh, this one guy who's also from Croatia but he studies where I study right now he graduated now and he had a presentation about 
Efra in our school and he's like it's very easy to get in you just need to send a motivational letter and then if they call you in you come in for the entrance exam and that's it and when I heard that I was like well maybe I should give it a shot since it really is so easy and yeah a year later I'm there oh I see I didn't know about the entrance exams yeah entrance exam is very easy I think they uh, test you on like some base it's like an IQ test I guess just so they see that you're not an idiot <laughs> <laughs> it's like very easy would, would be useful <laughs> yeah and then you also do like an English exam because uh, I do study in English and they don't require you to have like a English certificate you know the diploma or anything you just mm -hmm. have to take the exam there and then they also give you a topic and you have to prepare a short presentation and you have to hold the presentation in front of three people I think and that's it that's yeah, how they that's, decide if you get in or no that's still quite a process I must say did you have to come all the way to Wiener Neustadt for that yes yes I came to Wiener Neustadt I see. Yeah, for me, it was just, I don't know, I, I brought nothing, maybe a motivational letter to come, but I came as an exchange student. Yeah, I think it, for exchange students, it's a bit less yeah. demanding. I mean, it's not demanding, but, you know, less of a process. Mm -hmm. So how was your first impression of moving here? Oh, my God. First impression. The first day I came, I mean, you live in the dorms. You yes. know how they are. Um, I was depressed i i felt like crying i wanted to go home the the moment i saw that there's no internet there's no wi-fi i was just ready to give up on everything i'm not gonna Same. stay here anymore i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna i'm just gonna leave go back to my bed in croatia and i don't care but then i mean i mean my parents throw me and they were like come on it's fine you're gonna like make it it's gonna be okay buy a wi-fi router blah 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 just you know chill for a bit and you're gonna be fine and then later that night I was going outside to you know the bench that we have in front of the dorms and there was already people sitting there so I started talking to them they were exchange students and I think just because of that just because I was able to meet and make friends on the first night is what actually made it all better I forgot about the internet i forgot about wi-fi about the small bed everything was okay as as soon as i made friends yes but that's so important because we literally live in the middle of nowhere yeah and to meet people like people are the only people people are the only people i want to say <laughs> people are the only thing that keeps it alive exactly. because there's literally nothing not even a store yeah it's really and dead. the router thing i remember because you gave me the when i moved here you gave me the key of my apartment for the first time yeah and you said to me oh do you have the router and i was like what they don't have wi-fi here no it's uh, so unusual i never in in my entire life had to buy a router because my parents had ones and everywhere i moved had, there was, I was one i was also very scared at the beginning because the landlord lady she was like you know when you use the internet 
only use it for school stuff. No Netflix, no YouTube, because we're going to cut you off. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. What? No, it's a lie. It's a lie. I'm watching so much Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and how is like, okay, that was the first impression of the dorms, but the whole impression of the city and university. Oh, well, uh, the city, I mean, I wasn't, the thing is that uh, I was honestly expecting Vienna, you know, when the, we, when we had the presentation in the school from that guy, he kept mentioning Vienna, 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 and I thought I was going to Vienna, but it was Wiener Neustadt. I mean, um, it's not terrible, it's just kind of boring, and it's a, it's a dead town, but you know, having friends and living in the dorms kind of did make it better because it's an experience living in the dorms as a student. And Oh, yes. Yeah. And I also like the university because, I don't know, compared to uh, Croatian universities uh, or like the university that I was thinking about going uh, aside from the one in Austria, um, it, it's it's very different. I feel like the FH uh, principle of working is kind of very similar to high school where you have all of these like exams or I don't know projects and they all kind of count into the grade in the end. It's not like you study, study, study and then have one big exam in the end mm-hmm. that kind of carries the weight or of your whole grade which I think really uh, lowers the pressure and the stress level and I really like the way that the FH works as a mm-hmm. university yeah I like that you point out that uh, the guy was telling you that it will be in Vienna and it wasn't in the end because that's exactly the same thing that happened to me yeah. and I don't understand why people keep making this mistake it's it's a really big difference between Vienna and this town. It's yeah. not even that nearby. It's like 55 kilometers. If I'm yeah, correct. like it's not far, but it's not close. Exactly. And it's just such a false alarm to say, oh, you're going to study in Vienna. This is in Vienna. It's not. It's yeah. yes, it's half an hour by train away, but it's a big difference, I must say. Yeah. I mean, I guess for exchangers, it's fine because you're not staying here for that long. And also Austria is like very central. So like traveling around Europe is also easier and everything is kind of close. But for me, three years there, it was heavy. Yeah, I can imagine. But a lot of people, I know that some of your friends, they moved to Vienna. Yeah, they moved to Vienna because, I don't know, they either found jobs or they were just sick of the dorms. And I was also thinking of moving to Vienna. But I don't know, I'm very um, indecisive and I don't know, I kind of became comfortable in the dorms. So I was like, uh, it's just one year left or like it's just two years left. Why would I just leave now? I don't Mm -hmm. know. It was okay for me in the end. Like the only sad part is that everyone did move, but it was one more reason for me to go to Vienna more often. Here it's easier with university. It's so nearby. Yeah. And uh, I, I, for example, I wouldn't be able to do all the fuss to come from Vienna to university because I have mostly classes at nine o'clock in the morning and to wake up that early, take the train to come all the way to class. Yeah. For me, it's like a complete no-go. 
Oh, did you know that, uh, you know, before city campus was a thing, so business department was also in the old campus that's close to our dorms. Uh, the whole bus line in Wiener Neustadt, everything, the whole public transport uh, was free for students. But then when they switched to the, the city center campus, mm -hmm. so when there was actually need for students to take buses more regularly, that's when the city decided that we actually have to pay. Oh, no. And when you came here, which campus was it? Oh, it was the, I was, I think we were the first, first like generation of students in the city campus. But it's actually honestly much better because when I came here for the first time and my impression was like, it was Sunday evening, there were no cars, no people. Everyone probably was having hangover or whatsoever. And yeah. I walked around, I saw literally nothing. And the next day I felt a bit better when I had classes in city campus and I saw, okay, there's actually a city here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm really glad that I have to go all the way there and actually be in a more lively environment. Exactly. Plus they also have dorms now in the center. Mm, didn't know that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been helpful before. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Tell a bit about your studies, a bit what you did photography as a side thing. Yeah, yeah, I do photography. I mean, it's, I kind of put it aside now. I don't know. It's, there's no reason for it. It's just, um, I don't know. I would like to get into it more again. But I guess currently I'm just very busy with trying to write my bachelor paper and everything. But yeah, I do like photography. I just take pictures of my friends and actually um, I think it was earlier no it was last year in like uh, December it was my first time that I actually got the chance to uh, get paid for my photography uh, my friend she started her internship in a Viennese company and they thanks to her hired me to be their like product photographer so I got to take pictures for them. I got to make money and it was a fun experience. And actually I'm looking forward to uh, maybe uh, trying and focusing on photography more in the future. Once I finish my degree and I have more free time, then I think I want to try making more money with photography because uh, doing something you love is definitely the best thing to do. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And I really like your photos. I have been oh, following you. your photography account. That's why I'm bringing this up. I want to ask, did it start with studies? Because you're studying marketing. Did it somehow start with that? Oh, no. I it, it started, I was, I think it was even in elementary school still. I had the, the those old, small, I mean, they're not that old, but like, it was a digital camera, but those very small digital cameras that used to be popular in, I think, 2010s, like 2012, 13. And I would uh, take pictures of like plants and bugs and I would just go outside and like take macro pictures of uh, weed and, sh and stuff. Sorry, almost mm -hmm. said shit. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, yes. And later it kind of shifted into 
taking pictures of my friends. And it was also always fun for me because it's not only taking pictures, but I would also kind of like play dress up with my friends, you know, putting them into my old clothes, my grandma's clothes, my mom's clothes. I even, I once, I almost, once I actually also made a dress from a curtain. So I think that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that marketing was something that came thanks to photography because when it comes to school, I was always kind of unsure what I want to do. So I did study economics in high school and I realized that marketing is kind of like the most creative aspect of business and economics. And since I am a creative person, I was like, well, I guess maybe I should try doing marketing. So here I am studying marketing. And yeah, I, I hope it, it will be interesting in the future. I think so. I bet it will be. And you're, you're talented in it. So I hope you will really pursue this aspect of your life. Oh, yeah, me too. Thank you. And uh, yes, and how is the whole, like now, because of COVID or because you finished your studies, you're back in Croatia. Yeah, I'm back here. And I don't know, currently, I'm just trying to focus on my bachelor paper, but I'm also procrastinating a lot. But I, it's nice being home, seeing my family again and uh, reconnecting with old friends that I haven't seen for a while because I've been in Austria. And yeah, but I feel like um, even though I like it here, I also want to, I'm thinking about uh, doing masters in Berlin. I think that would be interesting. That's a nice option. Yeah. But home is always the place where you procrastinate. Yeah, exactly. For me, whenever I'm home, eating mom's food, sleeping in my own bed. You just want to yeah. enjoy and soak all of it. And I feel like at home, there's always something of quote unquote better to do than, you know, I'm when I'm in Austria, I'm in my room in the dorms and I have my desk and what, what am I going to do? I'm going to work on my school stuff. But here I can always like go out or do something and like, I don't know, there's always something more interesting, of mm. course. And Croatia is a really nice country. I still haven't been, but I will definitely visit at some point. Oh, yes, you must. This I must. It's yes. great. Must be. And I wanted to ask as well, like, uh, just to wrap up this episode, what has been your best takeaway from living abroad in Austria and going out from your comfort zone? Mm, I think this is going to be, like, a little bit uh, raunchy, but I think, like, Uh, the best takeaway is that time really does fly and that you really have to uh, take advantage of every second you are doing something. Because, you know, it's already been three years and I'm already like done with Austria. Like that period of my life is now over. I'm, I already I'm graduating in a few months and I feel like it's all gone so quickly and Of course, the experiences and friends and everything I made is like amazing. But, you know, whenever it ends, you always wish it uh, could last a bit longer. So just mm-hmm. take advantage of everything. I couldn't agree more. It's time, like days are long, but years are very fast. Yeah, exactly.
Because sometimes when I wake up in the mornings and I'm thinking, okay, what will I do today? I have so much to do or I'm doing nothing. But then when I look back, I'm thinking that that flew extremely fast. Yeah. And the whole experience here. I can imagine. And probably that you also consider going to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really, uh, I'm really considering Berlin because in a way COVID has ruined my abroad experience. So I'm hoping that by the time I get to uh, masters, it's COVID is not going to be a thing anymore. And I'm finally going to get to, you know, live my life to the fullest. Yes, I hope so too. I wish for you, you that all okay. oh, my English today is really not the best. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. But uh, I, is there anything you regret not doing while living in Vienna Neustadt? Oh, um, I mean, I would say I regret not going to my exchange semester, but that's not really um, exactly Vienna Neustadt. Hmm. Let me think. Yes, but your exchange, it happened. Uh, you didn't go to Paris, as I remember, because of yeah. the COVID, which just completely sucks. I'm really sorry for that. Yeah, me too. But I'll make I'll make up for it. I'll get to mm. Paris eventually. For but sure. everything happens for a reason. You could have gone there and you would have been in a huge lockdown. Yeah, maybe I could have gone there and like died. Yes, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> exactly. And uh, just some final thoughts uh, that you would like to share, for example, to Laura, who was still in Croatia back then, uh, thinking about whether to go to Austria or not. Is there something you would encourage yourself? Oh, yes. I would definitely encourage myself to uh, not be so lazy because, okay, life mm, life doesn't just happen. You, re- you have to make an effort here and there. Yes, this is very nice. It's just sweet and short, which yeah. you said. You have to put some effort. It doesn't happen by itself. This is something I will write down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, just, it just came out. But I think in the moment, it's, it's actually what I also need to hear now. I mean, I have to make an effort. It, it, stuff doesn't just happen, especially stuff like this. I have to, yeah. Yeah, you have to put, if you really want something, something that you need to invest in that. Exactly. Yes, thank you, Laura. It was a very lovely podcast episode session with you. Oh, thank you for having me. Like the time, time really flew, and it's already been half an hour. I would never say. I feel like we'd be talking for like five minutes. Yes, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> but thank you, guys, and we'll hear you in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>